Hello, I am Dr. Dao Xinli, Department Chair for the Doctorate Degree Program at Yosan University of Traditional Chinese Medicine. And I'm James Scoyan, Senior Faculty for the Doctorate Degree Program at Yosan University. Please join us as we explore acupuncture points and their clinical applications. Jim, you know, today we are going to be going into spleen one to six. These group of points are, are very useful for a lot of gynecological problems. I'm so excited to come to this、uh, podcast today to look into these points. How are you doing? I'm fine, Dow. I'm also looking forward to these points.、Uh, a few of these I use quite regularly in the practice and daily practice. Uh, I would say that, of course, we probably could not wait to get to spleen six, but we have to be patient. <laughs> we have to be patient. Let's、uh, let's start with spleen one. There is always a number one somewhere,、um, and that that may begin with spleen one, saying that yun bai is a is a very unique point.、Um, definitely, it's a point that's、uh, that's right right at that edge、uh, of your nail and.、Uh, It's a little on the painful side, but it's a very useful point.、Uh, very useful point. Yun means、uh, hidden. Bai means white. It's that hidden white areas. You know, white means is the color of the lung,、um, and yun、uh, means hidden. And this means that this point is where that the energy. Uh, from the stomach channel, now it's transitioning into the spleen channel, and that transition actually、um, it's、uh, very hidden. So in some ways,、uh, this hidden whiteness, it's、um, later on we will talk about how it affects the lung. But a hidden whiteness is actually the meaning of this point. How would you locate it? Well, as a Jing Well Point. It's located proximal to a nail bed, and、uh, so I'll define it as approximately zero point one, so proximal to the medial nail fold of the big toe.、Uh, it also can be described as on the crossing point of two connecting lines of the nail base, one projected from the nail base itself, and the other from the medial nail fold. So that zero point one sun is quite close to the nail bed. And you're totally right. It's a Jing Well point, but more importantly, is one of the thirteen ghost points. As you know, the ghost points are used for any manic depressive in the old days. That's what's called, but really is using any mental illnesses and、uh, psychological, psychiatric disorders.、Um, and、uh, this、uh, point has the action of regulating channels, regulating periods. Controlling blood, controlling bleeding,、uh, strengthen spleen, and return the young energy. Return the young energy.、Uh, how would you use this point for?、Uh, I, I use it for a number of different conditions. In addition to local problems related to the big toe,、uh, sometimes treating it、uh, for right big toe pain with the point on the left side, so a contralateral treatment. 
or I'll use it for thumb pain based upon the channel connection to the hand, tie-in, or lung. So I mentioned those two because those are frequent applications for me. I also like to use it for bleeding disorders, especially when the spleen is unable to hold blood in the vessels. So that includes a hypermenorrhea, secondary to a spleen chi deficiency. And I'll use it with moxa for that indication. Uh, uh, as you mentioned, psychic complaints, that would be another application. Yeah, I would have to totally agree with you. This is one of the most important bleeding control points. Uh, I would add on to it. So um, any kind of bleeding condition besides hypermenorrhea, abnormal uterine bleeding, uh, any rectal bleeding, hematuria bleeding uh, situation, uh, we can all use that for. Um, and um, um, so I, I do agree with you. And, uh, and if we look at some of the point combinations, we frequently combine with uh, DG, which is uh, spleen uh, A. We will look at that point later. And uh, Sanin Jiao spleen 6, frequently combine these two for uh, bleeding condition, especially menstrual bleeding irregularities. Um, we also use this point with spleen supine um, in the, on the bladder channel um, or the liver supine to treat for vomiting or nosebleed. Uh, for rectal bleeding, we would use this point along with stomach 36. And sometimes with hypermenorrhea, when there's an excessive menstrual flow, we would have this point combined with qi hai, which is your conception vessel 6, shui hai, which is a spleen 10, and san yin jiao spleen 6. Um, if there's a situation where you have an incessant, it's just like nosebleed, just could not stop, in the most severe form, uh, we would use this point combined uh, with uh, Wei Zong uh, bladder 40. Uh, sometimes we bleed these two points to actually help to facilitate to stop bleeding in the nose area. Uh, this point can also combine with stomach uh, 45 Li uh, Dui. Uh, for nightmares, uh, for nightmares. So these are some of the combination that we use. It's interesting, stomach 45 with the spleen 1, both are Jing well points on the earth element channels for nightmares, yeah. So that's for the psychic function, as you mentioned earlier. Yes, yes. And how would you uh, need on? Well, let me uh, get to that just one second. I want to ask you a question. Do you ever combine spleen 1 and liver 1, the two points on the big toe, to stop bleeding with moxa, for example? Absolutely. Use that okay. Absolutely. Uh, I would say that I would, I have used that. Um, actually, I would say I would use that for when there is, say, my consciousness or when there's a situation where there's a fainting spell. Uh, okay. I've used those two points for fainting spell. Um, clinically, um, that has been used for drowning. Uh, clinically has been using for loss of consciousness uh, in some of the ancient texts. Mm -hmm. Good. As far as the needling, uh, with, the, with the needle, I can needle it perpendicularly or obliquely. I tend to 
needle it obliquely. Of course, the needle doesn't penetrate deeply into the surface, so the depth would be between 0.1 and 0.2 tsun, especially oblique going a little deeper or a little further. Uh, it can be uh, bled the point. It can be used with moxibustion. Um, those are the needling methods that I would consider. Now, when you bleed, when you moxa, I would yes. presume that you would use this for deficiency type of yes, yes. disorder. That's how I orient myself to it. Yeah, using it for spleen deficiency, uh, uh, bleeding with, often I do it with the liver one in that case as a practical alternative. So I'll use the moxa cigar. I'll actually do it once uh, with the patient, then uh, give them a moxa stick if this is uh, something they can continue with or if they're in the, if they're interested in self-treating. And I'll uh, do it on spleen one until it's hot, and then I'll move to liver one until it's hot, and then I'll go back to spleen one alternating so to speak so there's a short break in the stimulation and if we look at the classics uh, we know this point uh, originated from Ningsu, uh, Ben Su chapter it talk about the location of this point um, and also in Zhenzhou uh, Jiaijin it talk about how this point can be used for asthma for fever restlessness uh, nosebleed um, um uh, melancholy, sadness, abdominal distension, um, useful uh, foot pains, um, as well as uh, other situations like vomiting, poor appetite. And it talk a lot about how this uh, point is used a lot for a lot of these internal medicine conditions. And in the Zabin Xuehua Ge, it talk about in loss of uh, consciousness, where you can combine with Bai Hui. Uh, well, it actually talk about how Bai Hui is a very good point. Um, but if you needle, this point is even better. Um, that's the context uh, where, where the, this point has come about. Mm -hmm. Excellent point. Anything else to add? No, no. I think you explained quite a few actions there. Uh, wonderful, wonderful. And uh, let us... Uh, if there's no more on this point, let's uh, move on to spleen two. Uh, spleen two is uh, da du. Uh, da means uh, large, um, and du means a city. Um, this uh, usually means big city. Big city is where all the material gathers. Um, and uh, this basically denotes a lot of qi and blood material foundation of a spleen channel really gathers strongly in this area. Uh, so therefore, um, this is uh, the, the the point is named uh, for that uh, particular reason. Uh, how would you locate this point? Uh, this one is located on the medial side of the big toe, which of course is the spleen channel on the spleen channel, and at the junction of the dorsal and plantar aspects of the toe itself. Sometimes in books, it's translated to on the junction of the red and white skin. And uh, more importantly, most importantly, also distal to the first metatarsophalangeal joint. Wonderful. And um, the this point is the yin spring point. Um, really, it's a very important point in the sense it's, it's a fire element point. And uh, therefore, uh, also that this point is uh, very good in uh, in its action-wise. is used to purge heat stop pain, strengthen spleen, and harmonize the middle, basically uh, the stomach and the spleen. Um, so how would you use this point for? 
But this is one that I, I don't use as much for the spleen dysfunction, despite uh, its characteristic being a tonification point on the channel. Uh, I'll use maybe the spleen three or other points on the channel as an example. But if I were, it would be one of the many spleen indications like borborygmus or uh, diarrhea. Now, uh, I have used it often in channel conditions involving the, the foot locally, as I mentioned earlier with spleen one, also treating the opposite toe. Uh, with this point to left side or for the right side pain, for example. And I have used it for thumb pain around that uh, um, distal interphalangeal joint or proximal interphalangeal joint. And the uh, relief of pain is fairly quickly with this point. And I would add on to it, it has also been known besides useful diarrhea, like what you were talking about, um, it is also has been used for vertical as well as uh, back pains. Um, and in the point combinations, this point is frequently combined with stomach 36 for abdominal distension. And for any kind of epigastric pain, it usually combine, besides spleen 2, it usually combine with spleen 3 point, which is the next point we will talk about. And uh, for uh, diarrhea, for any type of diarrhea situation, doesn't matter what causes, um, the text has talked about a combination of uh, this point, spleen 2, combined with spleen 5, Sancho, as well as Inchen, uh, spleen 9. Later on, we'll talk about that tomorrow, mm -hmm. next time. It's also been known to be used for fever when there's a fever, but the sweating is not coming out. The diaphoretic function hasn't really materialized. Um, you know, that can also be used uh, um, to combine with points such as large intestine 4 and large intestine 11. Yes. When there is a excessive, excessive uh, diarrhea where it is watery and it's just incessant and you cannot stop it, um, this point is frequently combined with bladder 60, interesting combination, combined with liver 14, uh, spleen 9, in inchen, as well as uh, conception vessel uh, 12. So these are some of the point combination uh, that I uh, I do use and uh, and and it's been listed in the uh, some of the textbooks. If I'm needling this, it's usually in a perpendicular fashion or oblique needle direction or an oblique angle, uh, and the depth would be zero point two to zero point five sun. And this area, can you moxa? Certainly, even though it's a fire point. Okay. Um, and I would imagine uh, we can probably max up for uh, diarrhea due to deficiency situations. Mm -hmm. um, the classics, uh, there are plenty of classics that talk about this point. Mostly is uh, looking at uh, the location of this point. Um, it does talk about how this point can be used for fever conditions when sweating hasn't materialized. Um, it talks about how this point is very good for abdominal distensions. Um, it originates from the Ninsu, um, the Ninsu, uh, 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 this book, Ninsu, uh, Neijin Ninsu. Um, otherwise, um, it's a well documented, uh, well documented point. Not as popular as other point, but it's a good fire point that if we need to purge, any kind of spleen and stomach heat, 
uh, this is a very nice point for that. Yes. Anything else you want to add? No, no. I'm, I'm uh, satisfied with your explanation. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you. And uh, let's uh, go to our next point, uh, which is uh, Tai Bai. Uh, tai Bai means uh, most. Bai means white. Uh, the most white. Um, you know, if we if we look at these two points between spleen one and spleen three, spleen one means hen white. Tai Bai spleen three here means most white. Well, you could say this name most white really denotes to the location because that's an area where that is coming away from the toe, it's getting closer to the medial aspects of the foot, where you see more the white meat, quote-unquote white meat, which is the bottom of foot, you're seeing a lot more of it. So it's, uh, by looking at anatomically, you could say that this is kind of like the most white, you can see the white skin more. That's one way that some people describe what this name means. But the second way I think it's uh, quite important is that since um, this is a uh, Sioux string point, um, this is where the the energy, the, the, the channel energy from the stomach channel coming into the spleen channel start to widen, start to widen. So the young energy becomes more abundant, uh, stronger. Uh, so that's why it's called the most wide because ultimately, ultimately, Spleen, the strengthening of the spleen, which as you know is the earth element, is very crucial to help to nourish the metal element of the lung. So a lot of times this denotes what this does into the future as this energy flow through the tie by point eventually has a lung nourishing perspective. So I'm going to say that <clears throat> in action-wise, this point is foremost a spleen strengthening function second yes. it's also a lung strengthening function yes. and third it actually is some minor effect and action of dispersing um dispersion of liver and just as a last thing to really mention this is also the source point of the uh, spleen channel again a very important channel point uh, to treat all sorts of uh, spleen issues. So, Jim, what's the indications for this uh, point? The indication of this point found proximal to the metatarsophalangeal joint uh, opposite spleen 2 include many of the spleen symptoms of the spleen deficiency and or spleen excess dam symptoms related to, well, including symptoms like diarrhea, uh, borborygmus, uh, as well as general symptoms like tiredness. Of course, foot problems, problems with the toe as well. I would agree with you, and I would say that this point really, truly, truly is one of the master points for treating stomach pains, um, abdominal distension and diarrheas and uh, dysenteries. Uh, very important point. Um, interesting enough, in uh, Twena techniques, this point has been known uh, by having massage, cell massages point for a period of regularity, it actually can be used for eczema, uh, used for eczema. Uh, the other thing is in gynecologically, this point frequently is used when there's a spleen deficiency, hypomenorrhea, 
where that we have declining or becoming scanty menstrual flow situations. Um, so those are kind of things that uh, I just want to add on to it. And for point combination, frequently spleen 3 type I combines with CV12, Zongwan, as well as stomach 36, to treat stomach pain, to treat spleen deficiency with diarrhea. Um, and, uh, um, a lot of times, um, you know, the needling you can retain for 30 to 40 minutes. And frequently, uh, there is manipulation every 10 minutes. Uh, if it's in children where you have chronic, uh, diarrhea, we usually, um, do not need to retain needle, but to do more stimulation. Interesting enough. Uh, basically, as you know, um, the bladder 67, um, Ziyin point was used a lot to turn the baby around. Well, this point is also a second point that can be used to correct breach presentations, especially in spleen in stomach deficiency situations. That's interesting. I didn't know that. That's a good indication. How would you needle this? Well, I, I'm going to get to that. I want to ask you a question since we've come so far with this. And um, thinking of types of patterns, this is your red and source point. It's an earth point on the earth channel. As you mentioned, it's very important for many uh, digestion plants. Would you tend to use this purely for spleen chi deficiency patterns or for damp excess patterns, endogenous damp in the spleen, for example? Uh, is it a point would you select for deficiency excess or would it be used for both conditions? For you. I think personally, I believe you can use it for both conditions. I use it clinically for both conditions. Yes, yes. Uh, I also, um, now you mentioned it, um, I would say lung is the beneficial, beneficiary organ that can come from this point. Frequently, I would use this point, spleen 3, combined with stomach 40 and stomach 36. For older age, phlegm damp conditions, whether it's COPD situation or whether it's just weakness of a lung, um, that seems to be a very good uh, combination of points for seniors in, with the lung issues. Yes, yes, thank you. That's helpful. I, I needle this one perpendicularly or obliquely. 0.5 to up to one sun. Now, that one sun is what I'm trying to treat a local problem where I might want to direct the needle uh, through um, more deeply to the uh, plantar aspect of the foot. So, 0.5 sun. I would imagine this could also use uh, for plantar fasciitis. Mm. Um, and uh, the classics, um, uh, first of all, Zhen Zhou Jia Yijin spent a lot of time discussing about the location of this point. And uh, I say earlier, interesting enough, about this point, Taipei and Fenglong together, uh, Yi Zhong Jinjian in the Qin Dynasty really spent a lot of time talking about how when these two are combined together, you can use to treat so many different problems. You can treat um, body heaviness, chronic fatigue, sallow facial complexion, stiff tongue, tongue pain, abdominal fullness, vomiting, diarrhea, uh, hunger but no appetite. Literally, you can combine those two points for almost any kind of spleen and stomach channel illnesses. 
Uh, so the classics uh, really do spend a lot of time talking about it. It's so interesting how in the Jia Yi Jing, you actually talk about this point can also used when there's osteopenia or osteoporosis, when the bone is atrophying. Uh, this point can also be used, I would presume, for the bone loss issues. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Uh, do you have anything else to add before we move on to I'm uh, ready. Spleen 4? I'm ready to move on to Spleen 4 now. Well, Spleen 4, uh, this is probably besides um, Spleen 3, Spleen 1. I think Spleen 4 is uh, you know, one of those top-notch points that I use uh, frequently. Gong Sun. Gong Sun, uh, this name, uh, it's, uh, it's an interesting name. Because uh, if you look at it, Gong uh, actually means uh, grandparents. It's, uh, you know, Chinese are really intergenerations. So Gong, we talk about Gong like Gong Gong Ye Ye. That's like your grandpa or your maternal grandpa or uh, just basically that grandparent level. So that generation. And Sun means grandchildren. So, uh, so it's, you know, you have a grandpa and grandchildren. Really, I mean, what this means is that it's, um, really talk about the relationship between the grandparent, the father, and the son relationship. Okay. The father is the fire element. The grandparents is the wood element. And the son is the metal element. Okay. And then the grandson is the water element. It really, it's what it's talking about is, <coughs> interestingly enough, it's talking about that this point has the interesting ability to transform materials and guiding material t- to all the different elemental organs. Okay. Um, so therefore, um, it takes the energy, the, the, the channel energy from Tai Bai point. And, uh, using that and, and really focus on how to send out to other channels. And no wonder it's an amazing characteristics of being a low channel, low point, low channel point, uh, for, for this, uh, channel. Uh, so that's, that's kind of like the description of, uh, what this, uh, point uh, means. And Jim, how would you, um, uh, locate this point? Well, it's on the medial side of the first metatarsal bone on the spleen channel, and at the junction of the dorsal and plantar aspects, distal to the base of the first metatarsal bone. So I have to palpate the bony structure and find the base of the first metatarsal bone and needle just distal to it. And since this is a low point is uh, of the spleen channel, it has the ability to connect to other channel. Of course, mainly um, it's connecting to the stomach channel, but it doesn't really stop there uh, since it's also the confluent point, confluent point of the chong vessel, the chong channel. Uh, as you can see, it's a very, very important point in the sense that it connects to almost every single organ or almost every single channel. The action of this point is very similar to uh, spleen three, it strengthens the spleen, harmonizes the stomach. But one more additional thing that it does extremely well is that it actually regulates menstruation in the sense of cyclicity. Uh, it regulates and opens up the menstruation and the channels, the blood channels for the menstruation. 
So, um, very interesting point. What's the uh, indication, Sachin? The many spleen stomach symptoms, as you mentioned, uh, and as we've mentioned with spleen three, for example. But I want to point out, particularly for me, a useful point by abdominal pain and distension and or epigastric pain and distension. Uh, I'll compare this one with our stomach 34, which we talked about some time back now. Uh, stomach 34 is a uh, liang chu, is a uh, she uh, cleft point and quite useful for pain in the epigastrium. Uh, this point for me covers the epigastric region similar to stomach 34. In fact, I'll combine them by difficult cases, but this one also treats the entire abdomen. Perhaps at best to understand it's energetic as a low connecting point connecting it with the stomach for the epigastrium, but as a confluent point of the Chong channel for the entire abdomen. So besides the abdominal pain, again, many menstrual complaints, dysmenorrhea with blood stagnation, for example, fertility problems, menopausal complaints, but also diarrhea, uh, also borborygmus, etc., I have to agree with you. Again, I think this point, um, you know, really together with uh, spleen three are two of the probably the most widely used and the most important point for stomach discomfort and pains. And the difference between this point and the uh, spleen three point because its ability to connect with chong channel, its ability to connect stomach channel. So therefore treating, you know, liver issues, gallbladder issues can branch from this. So also it's also very good point for mental and psychological issues, things like restlessness, insomnia, like what you were talking about. So, um, and uh, in the point combination, frequently this is combined with uh, stomach 40 combined with CV17 to help to strengthen spleen and get rid of phlegm. So uh, that's of course used for phlegm retention and vertical dizziness. This point can also use to combine with stomach 41, CV12 and stomach 36 to strengthen spleen, to help with digestion, get rid of any kind of food accumulations. Um, and, uh, they are also, this point can also use for localized issue, such as using, uh, combined with bafong, for example, to activate and open up channels and collaterals, uh, to use for toe numbing pains, toe numbing pains. Yes. Do you have anything to add? And how would you need on? A split for is, uh, for me, again, like the other spleen points up now, perpendicular or oblique, and the depth is similar to spleen 3, 0.5 sun, up until up to one sun deep. Again, if I'm needling it uh, uh, deeply under the in the direction of plantar region foot. Um, yeah. And Zhen Jiu Jia Jing in classics talk about how this is actually a very good point for people who signs too much. It's like people like, ah, ah, this kind of sign. People who sign a lot um, is used widely for that and used for poor appetite, feverish, cold condition, sweating plum. So a lot of times you talk about how this point can be combined with the gene well point combined, which is 
basically spoon one combined with the su uh spoon su uh string point which obviously is tied by uh, your spoon three and then other points like Yishui Lumen and Ninsu uh, talk a little bit about the location uh, of uh, this point. Do you have anything else to add? No. Let's go on to Spleen 5. Selling right along. Spleen 5, another very widely used point for different things. Uh, Sangchou. Sangchou is uh, basically, um, you know, if we... Look at what this uh, this name in Sun is actually in the old days. It actually have one or two meanings. The very first meaning is the uh, what do you call that hourglass? I think it's called hourglass. Okay, and uh, uh, so basically, uh, an hourglass. If you if you know, hourglass is is pretty much um more wide body at the top, wide body at the bottom, uh but narrow, narrow um in the center. So it's basically saying that the water, the the moisture, the wind, the chi that move through this point, it actually uh, after spleen four, it narrows um the channel, the width of the channel actually narrows before it gets wide again. So that's one description of what this point means, Sancho. Um, the other meaning is Chiu means a hill. Uh, so it basically means that this um, is an area that anatomically um, it's uh, very close to the hill. Well, the hill is the Maliolus. So it also talk about how this is potentially very close uh, to, uh, to, to this uh, bony uh, uh, structure. So that's the meaning um, of uh, this, uh, this point. How would you locate it, Jim? I'm looking for the depression directly in the middle between the tip of the navicular bone and the tip of the medium alveolus. So two bony landmarks, like two little mountains there, the tip of those two. And if you're looking for another landmark, it would be anterior to the ligamentum, uh, the the ligament between those two structures. Okay, so yeah, those those are little hills there. Yeah, and. uh, Maybe this is a reason why this uh, name Sangcho means, uh, you know, hills uh, comes about. And since this is a Jin uh, River point, um, and um, basically um, it's uh, it's a cooling point, especially for the lung, uh, it has a spleen strengthening and dam dissolving point. Uh, uh, function, it clears the heart, calms the spirit, and regulate, uh, digestion, regulate digestion. Interesting enough, the ancient texts also talk about that this point has the ability to disperse, disperse spleen heat. And this is something that it's not very widely discussed, but, you know, there is actually heat in the spleen channel which uh, in our modern text, we rarely talk about heat in the spleen. Uh, but uh, Jim, what would you, uh, what's the indications for this point? Well, I, I think we should emphasize, or I'll mention here again, the spleen symptoms of abdominal discomfort, pain, and distension, uh, borborygmus, rumbling sounds in the belly, and perhaps possibly even some spleen symptoms related to elimination. 
But I would like to mention a few channel-related uh, applications. First of all, the local application for uh, ankle sprains or pain around the ankle area on the medial side. Uh, secondly, I'd like to mention it again, correspond through channel cladal theory, corresponding to the lung channel, as well as indirectly through other wrist channels. And I find it to be a useful point for wrist pain. Uh, the simplest explanation, again, the relationship to the lung channel, a foot tie-in treats a hand tie-in, the ankle treats the wrist. I do want to mention that I also would use this point for neck pain uh, based upon the idea that uh, the uh, relationships between channels, including the spleen channel with the stomach channel, stomach channel connected with large intestine, allows me to apply this for a sternocleidomastoideus problem, the neck, uh, at the area around uh, C7T1. And uh, because there is a, also a relationship to this in other channels, this might be useful for other muscle in the neck. For me, clinically, also even treating problems related to the scalene muscles, the medialis and the posterior. So I'm talking about an application for neck pain. And I want you to start here because I might add something to spleen 6 to that extent as well. So besides the organ-specific actions, which you were alluding to, I want to mention its usefulness in treating uh, channel problems related. One, the wrist, uh, or first of all, the ankle. Two, the wrist. Three, I'm mentioning the neck. And I, I'll whisper to you, Dal, because I know we need to move on. I'll whisper to you that this can also be used for medial thigh pain when adductor muscles are affected, especially close to the inguinal region on the spleen channel. Wow, that's um, that's very, very good. And I think um, any extra point that we can use for some of these musculoskeletal problems is excellent. I do want to add that uh, in a lot of contemporary research, uh, Sancho point um, has been known to be very effective for almost any kind of inflammatory activities in the elementary tract. So it has been used a lot for things like um, uh, H. pylori, uh, colitis, acute chronic, gastritis. Uh, it has been used for irritable bowels. Um, it can, it has been used for obviously, you know, inflammation of the ankle. Interesting enough, this is also a point that has been used to prevent and treat hemorrhoids. Um, and seems to be a, a experiential point. And also interesting also is that it's also very good for stomach flu. Uh, situation when there is nausea and uh, almost vomiting situation. Um, very interesting point uh, for uh, some of these issues. And in the point combination for abdominal distension and fullness, we can uh, combine this point with spleen 9, inning chin, uh, liver 9, uh, I'm sorry, liver 8, um, and uh, some of these points can be used for that. If there is um, uh, basically foot pain, of course, we can use some local points. We can also combine with stomach 41, etc. Um, if there's a spleen deficiency with constipation, we can, and this point is known 
to be a very useful sedation point is less of a tonification point, more of a sedation point. While combine while <clears throat> compare that to spleen three, which is more tonification point. But、uh, this point can be used combined with spleen six to treat for spleen deficiency constipation.、Um, in chronic colitis, we can use this point with stomach twenty five as well as、uh, spleen nine. Uh, for lower uh, limb uh, swelling, uh, we can add、uh, spleen six, spleen nine, and st- stomach thirty six into this combination. Jim, you got anything else to add, or well, just、uh, the, the needling? The yeah, let me talk about the needling.、Uh, of course, we can needle it perpendicularly, and that would be.、Uh, Basically, straight in towards the ankle joint, and the other option is to needle obliquely, which I do for different indications. In that case, I often needle it in a lateral direction, so that I'm needling unto under the tendons in the front part of the ankle on the way to stomach forty one. So, a connecting method of connecting the spleen and the stomach channel with a needle under. The、um, the tendons of、uh, the foot at the ankle area. Now, one indication for that, just to jump on that, and I'm I'm needling it from zero point two to zero point five, and sometimes even a little deeper than that if I go under the tendons towards stomach forty one. I'm doing that sometimes for wrist pain affecting not just the lung channel or the hand tie in. But also hand Yang Ming area wrist pain. So I'm trying to do two channels with one needle in the ankle area to affect the wrist. <clears throat> one, one, just one example. That's excellent, and、uh, this、uh, point is well, well documented in our、uh, classics. For example, Zhen Jiu Jiai Jin even talk about how this is good for vertical headache. Um, and uh, um, and and、uh, other things like changing yi huang, it talk about how this、um, uh, point can be used for almost any kind of foot pain. Wai Tai Biao talks about how this is very good for sore throat, and Bai Zhen Hu talk about how this is very good for hemorrhoids. Um, and、uh, Bei Ji changing yi huang even talk about how this is good for malaria fever. Um, so you know, this is a very widely used, widely discussed point in the acupuncture textbook.、Um, it's worthwhile for us to really look at how we could improve and our usage, increase our usage of this point. Yes. Okay. Do you have anything else to add before we move on? Oh no! I'm hoping you're ready for spleen six, Dal. I don't know. I'm never ready for spleen six. Every day is a new day with spleen six. Yeah. Saninjiao. <clears throat> the name Saninjiao is very straightforward. These are. This is one of the ten mainly used point in the body. I would say that almost for almost all acupuncturists,、um, majority of acupuncturists use this point widely.、Uh, Sanin means the meeting. Points of all three in channels, basically the foot tie-in spring channel, the foot sawing kidney channel, and the foot drain liver channel. This is all the three in channel meets. That's why it's also called San In Jiao. San In Jiao. Um. So Jim, how would you、uh, locate this point? Well, uh. 
essentially I'm locating it by muscular anatomy, but I'll mention for the academic part of it that it's three ton proximal to the tip of the medium alveolus. But rather than uh, proportionally locating it, meaning going from the 13-sun unit from the lower border of the um, uh, tibial condyle to the medium alveolus, I tend to palpate for a depression located uh, basically proximal to the tendon of the tibialis posterior. Now, that, that location I find for spleen 6 is often close to three proportional chanson, but I have to admit that it's not always that case. So I'm often looking for a, a depression, and the foot has to be relaxed there. The ankle has to be in a relaxed position, and then I'll palpate in a distal to proximal direction, being very close to the tibial border to come into that depression, which is basically formed by um, the uh, tendon, form. Uh, proximal to the tendon of the tibialis posterior muscle, which hides under the posterior aspect of the uh, tibia. Does that help you? Yeah. Interesting enough, I uh, have seen my uh, teacher in uh, on that tree's gynecological conditions a lot. She tends to locate this point um, a little bit further back. So it's not uh, just right at the posterior border of the tibia, mm -hmm. but uh, rather um, getting closer to the kidney channel, which is along the side of the Achilles. Um, so it's um, interesting how different um, teachers have different experience and how they locate a little bit differently. Yes, yes. And um, um, as action goes, uh, this point, uh, I would say, number one, it's used so much for regulation of the ch uh, channels, regulation of the menstruation. It circulates qi, activates blood. It regulates tonified liver and kidney essence. It strengthens spleen and harmonizes stomach. Um, and it's probably one of the most widely used point for women's health gynecological conditions. Yes. How would you use this point for? There's so much. <laughs> I just started to think of the possible indications. So um, let me try to generalize a little bit and say uh, I can use it for most or all spleen uh, symptoms and signs of deficiency, spleen symptoms signs related to dampness. Those could include symptoms like diarrhea with or loose stools or stools with uh, mucus in them with dampness. Uh, borborygmus, abdominal discomfort pain. I like this one for lower abdominal discomfort and pain um, relating to the digestive disorders or even gynecological complaints like dysmenorrhea. Uh, so many menstrual complaints. I'll, I'll let you talk about that if you'd like to add more. I'll just say in general for many menstrual complaints. Also urinary complaints, connection to organs in the lower abdomen like the bladder as well. Uh, general complaints like tiredness, edema, fluid pathologies, uh, it would be for me an important point and not to be understated by psychic complaints or mental emotional complaints. Start with sleep disorders combining with heart 7, pericardium 6, and other uh, even liver-related emotional disorders with liver 3, for example. Uh, and I just started on a list that could uh, continue on two pages here. So I'll just end it with that. How about you? What are your favorite applications? Well, Jim, you're just so uh, considerate to people's time here. Yes. Yeah, I totally agree with you 100% everything you have said. And if I would sum it up, this is probably the point 
to regulate in and blood of the body. And so, interestingly enough, the kidney channel is just next door, and that regulates the essence. So, in essence, but since this is a three-in-channel meeting point, which is your liver, kidney, spleen channel, you basically cover it all. You're dealing with liver blood, you're dealing with kidney essence, and you're dealing with spleen qi and blood. So qi, blood, essence, all in one. So I must say that this point can be used to treat, to regulate any kind of qi condition, regulate any kind of yin condition, or regulate any kind of blood condition. So no wonder it is so widely used. Correct. Uh, let me see. Yes, that's Taba point combination. Again, just like you, I think we can go on and on and go through so many of them. But I'm just going to uh, talk about just a, a few of them. Um, number one, combined with stomach 25 and large intestine 4, that is used a lot for acute colitis in both adults and uh, children. Combined, again, with CV12, and PC6 and stomach 36 has been known to use uh, as a blood activating and stagnation dissolving function. It's used for blockage of blood vessels and inflammatory activity of any kind of major blood vessels. Spleen 6 combined with spleen 9, in chen, uh, pang guan su, bladder uh, su point, and as well as zhong ji, um, can be used to, um, to benefit and improve and facilitate urination function. So that can be used for blockages of urination, for example, from prostate enlargement. Uh, this point combined with, uh, Zongji, uh, Tiansu, stomach 25, uh, can all use to pacify liver, regulate qi. So useful irregular menstrual cycle and dysmenorrhea. Uh, this point combined with stomach 36, spleen su, kidney su point, uh, can be helpful to replenish, uh, essence, replenish essence. And interestingly enough, uh, Besides, this point frequently used to use for actually stopping pain and uh, for um, anesthesia, uh, for, for acupuncture anesthesia is one of the most common and basic point in acupuncture anesthesia. So, Jim, do you have anything else to add? Well, I did. I wanted to add another indication and ask you what you think of it, and that is uh, for the malposition of the fetus, this was a point that I used in, in one of my hospitals in Shanghai instead of bladder 67. And as you know, the point is often in contemporary books contraindicated or suggested as a contradiction point uh, for uh, during the pregnancy time. I want to know your opinion of that, if you would ever use spleen 6 for malposition of the fetus. Well, those are two questions you have. Uh, yes. I can see how it can be used for malposition of fetus. And we talked about earlier how uh, some of the points such as spleen 3 can be used, spleen 1, spleen 2, some of these points can be used for it. Um, so I would, I would say that I can see that can be very effective, can be very helpful. 
Yes,、um, there are definitely places where you talk about contraindication during pregnancy.、Um, I personally have used during pregnancy. My master used it during pregnancy,、um, and has no problems, has no issues,、um, and especially、um, in just a normal, regular pregnancy situations, it's a good point to be used. Uh, for digestive issues, for、uh, nausea, for vomiting issues,、um, so I think I think you know strong stimulation is probably not advisable for this point during pregnancy. Otherwise, if you do no stimulation or mild insertion、um, tonification methodology, I think it should be、uh, safe during pregnancy.、Mm-hmm. Good, thank you. And in the classics,、uh, oh boy! I mean, this thing is covered everywhere. Jia Yi Jin, Qian Jin Fang, Qian Jin Yi Fang, Zhen Jiu Ju Yin all talk about how this point is useful. All different things, but mainly, it really talk about obstetric issues and talk about irregular menstruation、uh, issues.、Um, you know, Qian Jin Yi Fang, and I think maybe this is where the contraindication. Of this point during pregnancy comes from, it talk about how this is used for difficult labor. So I think later on people construe well if this point is used for difficult labor, it must create a lot of uterine contraction,、um, and that's just not the case.、Um, a lot of time、uh, when you needle in the tonification method or even method,、uh, the uterus、uh, doesn't necessarily contract,、um, and even if it does contract, is usually in a very small. Um, a small level, so it doesn't really affect the gestation at all.、Uh, so again, it's been、uh, documented、um, in the four or five major、um, ancient texts. Wonderful, wonderful point.、Uh, I use this、uh, since one of my and since all most acupuncturists、uh, in the United States sees a lot of women's health issue. This is a, a point that you you probably going to use most frequently. Very good. So, Jim, do you have anything else to add before we finish this point? I do, but I'm afraid we're finished. <laughs> we're just、uh, would they take more, too much time?、Uh, not just reiterating or adding to even a few of the internal organ related actions or the songfu actions, and I won't even start with the channel related application of spleen six. We'll have to get it on some other rainy day. Well, that might be a long time since、uh, it doesn't rain in California, or maybe not in Los Angeles. Not in sunny California. Not in、At、Southern、least. California. Yes. Well, thank you, Jim. It's been extremely helpful for us to discuss these wonderful and very useful points. Appreciate your time, and、uh, let's come back and do this again. Thank you, Doctor Gao. Thank you for joining us in our discussion of these acupuncture points. And we look forward to visiting with you again in our next episode. In the meantime, we wish you wellness and health. 